Welcome to Your Life Designed, a podcast that inspires you to grow into your potential and possibility. You are listening to Your Life Designed with Laura Karachi, episode number 90. Hello, my friends. How are you? It's been a, it feels like it's been a while. Uh, no podcast came out last week and I don't know why it feels like it's been a while, probably because it's been school holidays and towards the end of the holidays, the days did start to go quite slowly. But we've had a lovely three weeks and two days in our household of balancing school holidays and work and all that jazz. Lots of fun, went down to the beach. Life's good. This week is episode 90. And as you know, if you're a long time listener, Every 10 episodes, I usually share either the work of an author or teacher of mine, or I give you a bit of an update uh, about what's going on behind the scenes in my life and with my own coaching. This week, I want to give you a little bit of an update on where life is at. Now, if this is the first podcast you ever listened to, maybe go and listen to something else before you listen to a 10th episode, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 90, Um, because these are a little bit more, I don't know, a bit random. Um, And this week, as a special edition, I want to give you a bit of an update and share with you what's been going on in the background, in particular in relation to my health. So in recent weeks, I had some testing done. As many of you know, if you're long-time listeners, I had IVF for both my girls, And I had IVF because of a combination of polycystic ovarian syndrome and super low estrogen. And um, those challenges sort of came up in my life when I was 19, when I was diagnosed with these things. Um, Well, I was diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome at 19. And then as a result of that diagnosis, that was what triggered for me a number of years of extreme dieting what probably would be described as an eating disorder, but I was never formally diagnosed. And as a result of that extreme dieting, uh, my estrogen decided to not really do what it's meant to do. And it's been very low. And despite a very long time now, and when I think about the age of my children, uh, of eating well and eating um, appropriate amounts of food and not starving myself, Uh, my body still hasn't turned estrogen back on, never really has. And they say that can sometimes happen. And what's happened as a result of this is that um, in the last couple of weeks, I've been diagnosed with osteoporosis Um, because it turns out that when your estrogen drops, so does your bone density because your body doesn't hold on to calcium and replenish its bones like it normally does. And for most women, that starts around 51 when they hit menopause. And so slowly their bones sort of reduce in density and they can eat a good diet and do um, exercise that helps with that. But over time, eventually you have the bones of an 85-year-old woman, which aren't as strong as the bones of a 51-year-old woman. But for me, that process started when I was 19. And so now, particularly my left femur, uh, they say that's about 85 years old, which is frightening, actually, for me. And it's been something I've had to come to terms with in terms of um, what that means for me now and also in the years to come and about risk of fracture and 
Uh, we're looking into all the different options of what I can do to try and improve my bone density and combat um, deterioration anymore. Um, and that includes all sorts of things from HRT to different drugs to different lifestyle factors. And I'm trying to gather all that information um, and make a decision. And why do I share this? Well, it's what's going on behind the scenes, and I tend to do that every now and then. But also, I want to share it because I see and I talk to so many young women, a lot of them I see at my gym and in my life and in my work, who are exercising a lot and who are dieting, who are very much restricting what they eat. And it's mainly because they're concerned about their appearance. And I don't deny that the pressure on young women in particular to look a certain way is huge. I felt it when I was 19 and Instagram didn't exist then. But the pressure that they put on their bodies isn't just harmful to their mental health. Long term, it can cause all sorts of issues. And for me, that was infertility and now bone density due to early onset menopause. And I feel in many ways that I'm paying the price for my actions all those years ago when I was just 19 and I was so focused on how my body looked and not on the future and what my behaviour might do to me down the track. And it's not just in terms of the bone density osteoporosis, but issues like um, I'm a lot tireder and I need a lot more sleep. My body in many ways inside is a lot older (laughs) than it is in years. Uh, Managing insomnia, um, which is often caused by hormonal issues and knowing that I, I can't really drink, I can't be on screens because that affects my sleep feeling sometimes foggy in the brain and having to really sleep helps with that. Um, But very much managing my lifestyle. And I do that and that's what this podcast has been all about, about designing our lives in a way that allows us to thrive, that allows us to live our best life. And we can do all sorts of things to help ourselves perform at an optimal level. But sometimes beneath the surface, there are things that unfortunately don't allow us to deny our past. And there's sometimes a lot of shame that comes with that because for me, my actions caused this. It's something that I brought upon myself. And yes, I was 19 and at the time I was told I'll probably never have any babies and I'll be overweight for the rest of my life by the specialist doctor. That's what they said to me. And perhaps it wasn't delivered in the best way. And I was living at Adelaide, in Adelaide on my own, in a new city away from family at uni. I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to perform well at university and I felt the pressure to be beautiful, to be thin, to be good enough. And I look back at that little Laura, who got very little for a while there, and I don't want to shame her. I want to give her a cuddle. And I want you, if you're in a place where you are feeling shame or regret or uh, disappointment in yourself for actions or behaviour that you've done in the past, maybe years ago, maybe last week, I want you to notice how shame 
stops you from really taking any positive action. And shame denies that part of you that is capable of changing and growing and evolving. And sometimes what you need to do is bring some compassion. What you actually have to do is to bring some compassion and to give that old self, that self who made a decision in the past that maybe or clearly wasn't the best one, give her a cuddle. Yes, our actions today impact our lives down the track in big ways and in small, but often we're making those decisions with all the information and the strength that we have at the time. We're doing the best we can with what we have at the time. But it is so important that we remind ourselves this pressure about our bodies, it doesn't stop at 19. The women I coach, and men, but mostly women, from ranging in all sorts of ages, ranging in age, all feel a pressure. There is also a personal desire to be strong and healthy and fit, and that's good. You deserve that. But there's a difference between a desire to treat your body with self-respect and self-compassion and knowing that you deserve to feel good and strong and fit and alive. There's a difference between that and feeling a pressure to fit into a box that you just don't fit into. Often we do things for short-term gain. And it's not just around our bodies. Yes, we do it for a thin waist, but also we might do things for short-term gain, a bigger paycheck, a new pair of jeans that we want now, that bigger job. And when we look back, we see how that choice was in fact self-harm. It was driven by ego. But it was self-harm because we were smashing ourselves for not being good enough, desperate to be seen as better. For you, it might be your body shape. If you're a woman, there's a very high chance that it is. Or perhaps it's the size of your house or your car or your career or lack thereof, your perfect kids or your marriage. Where are you driven by fear? Where are you pushing yourself to be something that you are not? Where are you harming yourself and pretending that it's healthy? Where are you pushing yourself and pretending that it's true ambition? What decisions are you making today that your future self may not let you deny? Please take a look. We've all made decisions in the past that harm us today. We can't change them. What we can do is learn from those mistakes, look at how we live today and do our best to take action from a place of self-respect, self-discipline and self-compassion and teach our children to treat themselves with compassion and respect with their eye on the long-term, not the short-term result. So, my friends, that's my behind-the-scenes episode for this week. It's not terrible, but it is frustrating. It means that I won't be able to ski as hard and risk falling in January when we go skiing and in the years to come. It means I'm very conscious of my decisions today and the young women around me who I influence My biggest question driving my action, how can I empower them to treat themselves and their life path with respect and compassion? It's not easy. There are so many messages that tell us we have to be something that's impossible to achieve. But creating a space for those that you love and those that you lead, 
away from those messages where they can be reminded that they don't have to be anyone but themselves. That true health is self-respect and compassion, not forcing yourself into a box you don't fit in. Have a beautiful week, my friends. So, so much love. Be gentle on yourself and I'll speak to you all next week. Take care. Hi there. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. If you want to take this work further and actually start to apply it in your life, you have to check out Your Life Designed Self-Coaching. This is my self-coaching program where I give you the tools and strategies to actually apply this work in your life. You can access this program today at lauracarocci.com. If you want to take all this learning and listening and start to apply it in your life, this program is for you. So check it out at lauracarocci.com. Mm-hmm.